You're listening to Power Producers Shop Talk, where we are refining and redefining the sales game by equipping you with the tools you need to differentiate yourself in the marketplace. Well, it's like when we audit the mod with Magic and give them the action items that they're going to use to lower their total cost of risk. Tactical skills that will help you provide deliverable value to your clients and prospects. Technology is not an expense. It's an investment. Look at what ThinkHR has done for our clients and even our team. It's an amazing product, and I'm so thankful we have that. And action items that you can provide to take your prospects and clients to the next level. Things are changing for us in 2021. Not all big business anymore. Now that we have Cover Wallet on our team, it's amazing that we're going to be able to write small business profitably. This is Power Producer Shop Talk production redefined are you ready to feel the power hey everybody welcome to power producers shop talk it's another friday yes and i'll tell you what man i've actually been a big fan of the fact that we've gotten a little bit of a cold snap not big no not big it's just um, enough you just know enough to I- tease so it poured last night up here, and I thought it was going to bring in some cool weather. Um, no, I went out a this morning. Humidity. Yeah, I went out this morning, and it felt like I was walking into a sauna. So I was a little bit, um, I was a little bit, a little bit sad about that. But it was, it was nice and cool that um, last last Monday when when I came down for sales meeting, I, I left the house. It was about sixty two. That's that's good. I'm a big fan now that we have the heater in our pool of sitting on the back patio every morning and drinking my coffee while I watch the steam rise from the pool. It's very it's a good move. It's a good move. I used to sit out on my patio and do the same thing and just watch the uh, preserve behind the house. But now I have an infant that screams and that I'm responsible for while Elise runs her morning meetings. Yeah, I got it. You know, this is like that. that this is like that tease that they give you before we actually get a little bit of yeah. cold weather. Yeah. Looking forward to it, to be honest. Super hot summer. Not, Dude, not, not uh, a fan. Yeah. Not a fan of walking into what seemed like a Vietnamese jungle this morning as I was going into orange theory. Like that is oh, not God. the environment that I want no. before I go just get my rear end handed to me for an hour. Nothing about that is good. No, nothing at all. I had to introduce myself to everybody when I walked in, they had no clue who I was it's been that long. <laughs> How did you introduce yourself? What did you what'd you go with? I'm like, hey man, what's up? He's like, uh, what's your name? I'll tell you what treadmill you have to go on. Oh. Pretty I was hoping like that. that you walked in. <laughs> I was hoping that you walked in with some sort of just, just handing out refriger- Florida Risk Partners refrigerator magnets. Yeah. What's up, guys? I'm Dave, the risk advisor. Yeah, I'm here. How's your homeowners? <laughs> 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 that is the exact crowd I don't even want to talk to about personal mm-hmm. lines, to be honest with you. Mm-mm. Everything I I live for is what they're against. So anyhow, yeah. but I will tell you what I do live for that worked out in my favor, and that yeah. is our budding relationship with KPA. Yeah. Now, I think it's important that everybody understands KPA is not a sponsor of the Power Producers podcast. So they are. But even not if they paid. were, like. I mean, who yeah, cares? No, but I, I just want to make people understand that, right? Because we're I don't not want just plugging to plug. Oh yeah, it's just, oh yeah. Check no, out, it's just check it's out part David. Of what, it's he's part using of what this. We do. Yeah, he's using this sly technique to advertise yeah. for KPA. No, I actually pay them a pretty good chunk of change yeah. every year, and they don't pay me anything in return. But that's all right. What they do is they keep money in my pocket. Period. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. you know, look, 
we were facing a pretty nasty non-renewal. I have an account that's a plumbing account. It's not huge, okay? I mean, it's it's probably 20, 20, well, not probably. It's between 20 and 25,000 in agency revenue. And the but, auto like, alone- grew substantially, right? I mean, they used to be super oh, small and have grown <laughs> big time. Dude, when we were there at Plumber Palooza, he had like four guys. <laughs> yeah. That is God, why you Plumber go to Plumber Palooza. Palooza. By Those the way, the people- fr- if you- Those were the freaking days, man. The, yeah, I introduced Kyle and how how I network market early in his career by inviting him over on an afternoon to partake of a couple of old fashions and a It was like 3.30 on a Friday afternoon, and I was blacked. Yeah, and he came on over. I, I introduced him to the boys, and, and what Kyle found was I was basically sitting in the middle of the cigar joint holding court with what amounted to be eight to ten plumbers <laughs> people who own the one plumbing section companies. We, were, we were all in like the couches the chairs the big armchairs I, I was the only guy who didn't have a pack of cigarettes in his front pocket and wearing jeans like it was yeah. obvious who i was but if we were to go back right now and rewind that and look at how many of those plumbers we now represent it's yeah. pretty crazy but this yeah. one has grown grown substantially and it's interesting too because this is one of those where I have looked at his, um, like is, when he puts his driver's list together, he wants to add an employee. I'm seeing like some of the recycles, some of the retreads from, from a couple other, of the other plumbing other companies. companies. Yeah. yeah. Well, we dude, it just, the- I mean, that's what it is right now. It's like people are having such a hard time, you know, finding and retaining plumbers. They're all just kind of hopping ship for whatever the better rate is. We were looking Which is at- something that KPA can also help with, with the, um, with the different types of like benchmarking and total compensation report and that sort of thing. So we can get into that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, it's just, it's interesting because this is an example of one of those companies, you know, truthfully he's grown really, really fast. And even though we have the controls and the ability to give him the training has been I don't want to say less than receptive. It's just it's not been the priority, man. You know, it's it's he's trying to grow his business. I get it. Like having what, putting, me come putting in the and, controls in place. Yeah, yeah. The execution is what had lacked, and and so I think that's you know, probably the, pretty typical for that demographic, though. That is exactly why we're having this podcast, today. right? Because but, I feel like know, I'm speaking to the masses. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, the thing with this one is, you know, the auto, it wasn't huge, but it was a nice sized auto policy. The expiring was 84,000 bucks. Okay. We get a non-renewal okay. from the carrier who will remain nameless. And I go through the and look at the loss runs and, you know, my, my default move anytime I get negative news, which by the way, people, we actually get non-renewals too. I mean, it happens mm-hmm. every now and again, yeah. you get one, one in the mix. But my default move is to put together the five-year premium versus loss summary. Like, that's my flex, right? When you come in and you tell me you're going to non-renew, I'm going to immediately go pull five years worth of loss runs and do the ratio of losses to premium. And this one actually checked out really, really good. None of the losses that they had were bad. This was a, a frequency bad. thing, right? It was. It was a frequency yeah. thing because these jackasses are rear-ending people. Yeah. Dude, same thing with uh, with my plumber. Over in, uh, or one of my plumbers over in, yeah. in St. Pete. Uh, actually, same carrier. And that's the whole thing, man. Yeah. So when we were, when, when I talked to the carrier about it, I talked to our marketing rep and he's, you know, his thing is, let me see what I can do to help you. You know, let me, let me see if we can push this through, but we don't really wow. like, we really don't like 
more than one at-fault accident every three years per 10 vehicles. That was the metric. Okay. I did not know that was the metric originally, but I do know that that is the metric now. And so I'm looking at it thinking this thing's got a a single digit loss ratio over five years. Mm -hmm. This makes no sense. Right. And so I would, I mean, I, I feel like most people would come to that conclusion. That is not the answer they wanted to hear. And so what I did was what we normally do, and we began to argue and fight and do what we needed to do for our client. And so, you know, we had already had all of this in motion long before the non-renewal came out. Like, I look at loss runs, and I told him, I'm like, we're going to have a problem, man. You need to get your stuff together and get this thing figured out. And so we we had engaged with KPA. We set up the risk management center on their behalf. Um, on behalf of our plumbing account, we created the learning management system with all of the right tracks. And and it's important, you know, if people are thinking, wait a minute, KPA, he's not using ThinkHR slash Mineral anymore. No, this is, I am, this is a different, this is a different deal. This is a much more uh, granular deal for safe, environmental health and safety. And mm-hmm. that's what this account needed. Put the learning management system in place you know, review driver selection criteria, all of that stuff. Like we were on point 110%. And um, I just decided I'm not accepting this, man. I know I can go make this argument to any other carrier right now and get them to write this, which I probably could have. But A, I wanted the volume with the carrier that we have. And truthfully, it's in the right place for what they do. Like they just needed to get over the fact they, they needed, I shouldn't say get over it. They needed to get past the fact that they had had those issues. Because the other argument I made was, well, they have three rear ends. They had two last year and one this year. So we've already cut it in half, right? I mean, right. what do you want me to, you know, what do you want me to do? The issue is the guys aren't paying attention. They're rear-ending people at red lights. One guy dropped his cell phone on the floor and bent over to pick it up. I mean, not a brilliant move, right? I mean, anybody yeah. knows that, but he did it. And the other ones were probably texting and driving. We acknowledge that. So mm-hmm. here's my advice. This is why we're doing this podcast. I put everything together that I could. I took screenshots of their risk management center. I took screenshots of all of the trainings that we were running people through. We had everybody sign a safe driver pledge that they had to agree they were going to follow by the rules. We took the transcripts or the uh, the certificates of completion rather from the different learning management uh, center courses that everybody took. And I just lumped it all together and put it in PDFs. And then I did a quick video to the underwriter and the marketing person and said, hey, look, I really appreciate you taking the time to look at this. I realize that it's probably not optimal right now, but I want to let you know, like we are working on it and there is a reason why they're making forward progress. And I wanted to show you all of this stuff. And I just walked through and basically did a screen share telling them, here's this, this is what it is, this is why we put this in, blah, 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 blah. And I told the underwriter, I'm like, look, I'm not asking you for a flat renewal. I'm not asking you to remove a non-renewal and make it flat. I know you need to take rate. And with this carrier, they were in the preferred program, and I knew they couldn't stay in preferred. I was perfectly fine with that. I guess my biggest question is, or was at the time, how did they stay in preferred at renewal last year when they had two claims in the prior policy period, but we're kicking them kicking them out now that they've had the third? Anyhow, I guess the long three story is the magic sh- number. <laughs> apparently, yeah, long long story short, 
we won. We got we got the deal yeah, done. Well, we I got mean, them to pull the that. Like how impactful is that to be able to put that all together and not just, you know, provide lip service to an underwriter and saying, yeah, we got, you know, we're fixing some things and we're, you know, we, we've got this and that in place and, and just, you know, having them ho- hopefully take us at our word. You can literally go through and put together the tangible items the you know, the, the, the hard data and show it to them and walk them through that. I mean, that's there's no, most agents are not doing that out there. Yeah, no, not at all. And for me, so so the the net net of what happened was they ended up pulling the non renewal. They issued renewal terms, and when they did, the premium went from eighty four to one hundred nine, and I was okay with that. My client was okay with that. I told my client up front, I'm like, look, you're gonna have to pay for the sins of your past, man. I've been on you for a couple of years. I told you you're growing too fast. You need to stop. You need to put these things in place. You're gonna end up in trouble, and it's gonna cost you money. And now it's gonna cost you money because you didn't stop and do it. And I said. I get it. You can probably look back at it as a business decision and say, well, the dollars associated with these claims aren't that much and the increase in premium, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, man, here's what I'm telling you people. I wouldn't have gotten that done if I wouldn't have asked. Yeah. And and it's not about just asking. It's about making your case. You, You have to think, just like when we had Crystal Ware on, you have to ask questions. You have to think like an attorney. You have to think like somebody who's trying to prove their point, period. You want people to buy what you're selling. And I mean, in this case, I was selling, pulling the non-renewal off of this account. And as a result, it ended up being a win all the way around. So a lot it's of a times- you sell though. What, you know, that's kind of like what I was trying to say is like, you don't even have to sell too hard when you've got all that factual data to back it up and you can go to the underwriter and be like, hey, look, here's the stuff that we put in place. Here are the results. I get it. They've had some claims and there's been some frequency, but- it's gone down substantially, whatever, whatever the numbers actually end up saying, it shouldn't really be too, too hard of a sell, you know, at, at that point, it should kind of do the talking for you. And really all you're doing is showing them the stuff that you've put in place with, you know, with these different, uh, policies and procedures. It's like, I don't know. It just seems, it seems simple to me. It doesn't seem like a bunch of extra work, I guess is what I'm saying. Apparently it was. apparently it wasn't quite as easy as what we were led to believe and what we thought. And it had to go way up the food chain to get it approved. But no, I meant on, I meant on your end, like, like, like from the agent's perspective, like this shouldn't be stuff that like, I understand that it was a back and forth with the carrier and and all of that. But from a a, a perspective on on your end and in the stuff that you had to do, aside from having those conversations, like all of this stuff was already done. You just gave it to them. Yep. Agreed. And I mean, that's the thing. That's that's why I think it's so powerful. Even like when you look at the workers' comp accounts, if who cares if you send them the mod worksheet? Who cares if you send them the loss runs? If you send them a full Doesn't full-blown, tell the story. Yeah, you send them a full-blown report from Mod Advisor showing them all of the stuff that we have the ability to do there. Yeah. That's a, that's a ridiculous advantage that you have, and it's something you should be doing. I think... I think we forget that step a lot of the time. I think we go and we use that at the point of sale to present it to the prospect, but we don't think about how important it is to take those same tools that we're using to drive value and present them to underwriting. It's Listen, easy people, to all and you I need think to part do of that too is put your your mod advisor Air Force Ones up on their desk. <laughs> Have some Nelly playing in the background. <laughs> Nelly and Air Force Ones when I walk in. And then you're good. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, that's the thing, though. I, I think that we stop. We stop at the sale, and we don't realize we still have to sell the company. So I'm not going to belabor the point. You guys get what it is. This is shop talk. Yeah. This is a full episode. We're not yeah. looking for going 30 minutes. People, Mm-mm. look at these well, things. What we are look looking for. Tools. Yeah, come on. Is a, is, is, is a like or two, maybe a review. If you like this podcast, just it'd be cool if you did it. Went on there, took a couple seconds, made a few clicks. If not, that's okay, but- Whatever. I mean, I'm probably going to sleep tonight. Yeah. Right? But it'd be nice. It would you know, be. We, appre- we appreciate you guys hanging out with us each Friday. So, Or Monday, Wednesday, and Friday is the case maybe. And by the way. Yeah. Or uh, whatever day. Whatever day you end up actually listening to this. I'm actually somewhat looking forward to wrapping up recording here in the next week or two for the rest of the year. Period. And we're done. Yeah, we got some in the hopper, which is good. Um, you know, because around the holidays, it's hard to track people down. So, yeah, not interested. Mm-mm. Holidays are holidays this year. We killed. We worked through it last year. Not that. Not so much. Yeah. All right, people. Everybody have a good weekend. See ya. listening to power producers shop talk you can follow us at the power producers podcast on facebook and instagram and if you want to take your game to the next level check out our commercial insurance training course at killingcommercial.com or visit amazon to pick up a copy of our international best-selling book the extra two minutes